0: Of, you know, we were told many times, like, this will not work for this demographic, you should not build this app for pickleball. This is the wrong industry. It's not going to work.
1: My guest in this episode is Blake Renault. She is a CEO and founder of pickle play. We cover leveraging technology and the role it has played in growing her app to 50,000 users. She also talks about what it's like building her team out, which started off with some folks overseas, but is now found a home here in the US. She also shares her experience as a female founder and the importance of continuing your pursuit despite what other people will tell you. Her determination has led to big partnerships with the likes of players and personalities such as Tyson McGuffin. Now, here's the episode. Hey, what's going on, Blake? Thanks for joining me today.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and chat with you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and Pickle Play?
0: Yeah, so I am a busy mom of four little ones and live uh, right in the Midwest. My husband and I love to travel and have always been intrigued with business and entrepreneurial and um Yeah, just had a vision, I guess, a few years ago when we started playing pickleball to build a resource um, that would be helpful to pickleball players of all skill levels, whether they just picked up a paddle and have no clue where to go, how to find courts, how to find players um, to the more advanced players that play regularly. And then they're like, oh, my goodness, we have a ton of text message threads or um, multiple platforms to communicate. And we really just need help managing our schedule. So pickle play is a free mobile app for pickleball players of all skill levels. It's available on Android or iOS and we help solve pain points in pickleball. So we want to help grow the sport, um, help players get more involved, help people find court locations on our map screen, find other players in similar skill levels. And then if they have a, Private group of friends or a club or group, um, help them use our platform for scheduling and tracking who's going. So that's a very brief intro, but that's what we are here at Pickle Play.
1: Awesome. The way you described it, there's got to be someone in the family, either like you or your husband, someone has a tech background. Is that right?
0: Um, no.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't like, totally you know off.
0: what? Yeah. I'm like, that would have, you know, come in handy a a little bit, but um, no, we just, you know, when there's a problem and you experience it yourself, you're like, our mind just goes to someone's got to do this and someone's going to do this. So why, why not us? Um, So it's actually, my husband had the crazy idea. We were going to build an app actually for basketball and um, quickly shifted to pickleball. Once we started playing, um, we just saw a huge need for something like this. And so we did a lot of research and we partnered with amazing people, um, and where we lack in some areas, we've partnered with great resources and a great development team, um, to kind of help us pull through where we needed a little bit more help or more experience.
1: Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about what it's like, like going through that, uh, process of like vetting out developers and like software teams for someone who's for someone like you said you and your husband don't have a background in tech, you might be able to shine some light on a huge missing piece of this entire like sport hobby, whatever you want to call it. And I think it's like the tech side.
0: Yeah, there's a huge, huge need. And as we're trying to solve as many problems as we can within our vision and our market of Uh, The pickleball world and what makes sense under our umbrella, um, there is still just a huge need for better technology and better resources for pickleball in general. And I think we've come a long ways since where we started three years ago, but um, we really did a lot of research. So we started out with this idea and we knew that we would use this product, but we started out by doing a lot of surveys and talking to people in the pickleball space, club leaders, group leaders, ourselves, because we played, but also friends and people all over the country that play pickleball just to kind of reaffirm um, and do some survey research on what we thought was going to be a good idea. Um, So we didn't start talking to a development team until we had a little bit more ground to work with and had some, um, you know, verification of what we thought we should build, we actually should. So at that point, then, Oh, boy, you know, it depends on financial resources and things. We had to you know uh, do our first round of investing and, uh, gathering investors and and ourselves we invested quite a bit into this, but we vetted out a lot. I mean, it is hours and hours and hours of talking to different tech companies, um different leaders. You can get um a pretty good vibe from just communicating and ongoing communication, whether you trust someone, you know, if you're if they're reliable, trustworthy people. So um, we actually loved our first development team that we worked with, we became good friends with them. But we did start offshores in India, Um, it's just a lot cheaper. Um, Wonderful, wonderful people got invited to their wedding. I mean, just amazing, amazing people over there that are so supportive. Um, Worked with them for over a year. And then it just got to the point where the time zone differences, I mean, my we, have, we had three little kids, and now we actually have four, so um, we had to do most, and I had to do most of my meetings very, very early, early in the morning or very, very late at night. Um, you know when we're sleeping is when they're working, so it just that was a logistical issue that just got to the point where it was very difficult to handle. Um, And then we just got to the point where we were growing so quickly that we were running into some um, development issues just as far as uh, things not working exactly how we wanted to um, and crashing issues. And um, for people, I don't know how many people have a tech background, but Android and iOS is very, very different to develop for, and Android is extremely difficult, and even though Probably less than 10% of our users have Android devices. That was very, very challenging. Um, So long story short, it is quite the process. We found a team that we ended up loving, but it wasn't working out after about a year. We switched to a new developer. That was quite the process. But this time came from a recommendation from someone we had a good relationship with. Um, So that always helps if you have someone that has experience working with them. And then launched that rebuilt app um, at the end of January of last year. So since then, we've been continuing to develop, invested heavily in really good um, backends and development to make a great product for our users and excited to see what we bring and what we uh, develop in
1: 2023. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I think definitely like tech Even aside from pickleball, like tech is already something that's kind of like daunting. Like, as soon as someone mentions it, and then if you like factor in, I guess what you maybe like former demographic of pickleball, which was out of like the older crowd, and they're definitely like very hesitant. So, it is that's why I was very intrigued when I found Pickle Play, wanted to bring you on here, is that you could shed some light on how technology can actually help foster even even better community within pickleball, which community is like such a like commonly used word whenever people are talking about pickleball. Um, so yeah, that's definitely awesome. One thing you mentioned was investment. So it's always kind of difficult to like figure out like how you're going to fund this. I think a lot of people have ideas and a lot of times there's a lot of reasons that execution doesn't go through, but I think a huge factor is always like investing. Do you have anything that you could kind of talk about as far as what may have worked for y'all as far as like early investing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, that's not an easy process either, right? Um, We are blessed and thankful that we were able to um, have saved some of our own money to be able to put into a business venture. Um, at the time, like I mentioned, we thought it was going to be in a different platform. Um, I had three kids that were going to be school age and I was looking for a business to get involved in that was flexible, um, for our family. And so that helped our situation. Also, um, you know, you do use st- it, you start with your friends and your family. <laughs> and and I, not that I recommend, you know, asking family for money, right. Um, but our, we're our main investors. And then we started with people that we knew or people in our local community. So not they call it friends and family doesn't actually mean you have to be related, but um, people that you know, in your network. So I would say, a big piece to any entrepreneur that's looking in any business, right, is uh, networking is really important. And people, people know uh, your work ethic. And um, you know, you're, if you're trustworthy or not, right, if you're a hard worker, what what are you going to do with their investment? Do they do they trust you enough? And you have to back up your idea. So when we started our journey, we reached out to <laughs> that's a be delicate how I say this, but to a lot of the leaders in the pickleball space at the time with our idea because we came in and we're like, "We love pickleball. How do we get more involved in this sport?" And it's like, "Well, go here or go on this website or do this, or you know a lot of just tedious um, hoops to jump through, and not not anything quick and easy and even though the demographic even three years ago was much older, it is trending younger. And even the older demographic every year is getting more and more used to using mobile apps and technology. So it's just a combination of, you know, we were told many times, like, this will not work for this demographic. You should not build this app for Pickleball. This is the wrong industry. It's not going to work. Um, We were told that it was just not, Yeah, just not to do it or not to pursue it or that people did not want to partner with us because they did not think it was going to work. So then (laughs) we had to really decide, man, we like we see a need for this. Um, We think this could be an amazing business. Like someone is going to do this. Like, should that be us? And should we should we continue to pursue this? So, I mean, we teamed up with Tyson McGuffin right away, who's an amazing top player who saw the vision for pickle play. We teamed up with some influencers in the community that were pretty well known that also shared the vision and understood like there is going to be a need for this. And it might take some time from the older demographic to get used to it, but um, it it will come. And if we build a good product, like people will start using it. So I would say that helped us from, you know, getting investors with some of our partnerships that we established early on um, to help kind of back up our
1: vision. There's that one part where you're talking about, like, how, how did that kind of feel when some of the people that you went to initially people who are like heavily involved in the industry and the sport were like, yeah, we don't think it's going to work is there something kind of like pivotal that happened there as far as like, maybe it's just believing yourself. Maybe it's just believing in your idea or, um, yeah, I think a lot of people are just told that their idea isn't right. It's not the right fit. I mean, at one point people thought the internet was just a fad. So (laughs) like, yeah, is there something that happened there?
0: Yeah, I would say, um, it helped that we're pickleball players ourselves because we knew there was a need. And I think it does help that we are a little bit younger because like we knew that, yes, it's an uphill battle, um, based on demographic, but we knew that everyone uses their phone like for pretty much everything. (laughs) And that is not going away. So like, whether you like it or not type of thing, um, yes, people like to, and Honestly, we have a web version now for our clubs and groups because of the demographics and because some people do want a larger screen to post their schedules. So in the last six months, uh, last just three months, really, we launched a web uh, website version for any of our clubs or private groups to help with some of those barriers. So we're not like, this is the only way, it's the only way it's going to work. Like We're adjusting to to, um, some of the demographics and the needs that are, but, um, essentially we just, you know, we just knew we had talked to enough people and knew from our own experiences that there needed to be a platform like this. So, um, and for the people that told us no, um, like out of respect for them, most things like this do fail, right. (laughs) And most new startups do fail. So like, Even our initial investors and ourselves, like we knew going into this, and we still know going into this, like this could completely fail and you could lose all of your resources, right? I mean, we have a free app, so our monetization goals are long term. Um, And so it's not like we're wildly successful yet. We're still growing, we're still developing, um, but we are now over 50,000 users, and I'm talking to people every day, verifying. They're glad that someone has built this resource on one platform. You don't need to go to this website and have this app and this text message thread. You, you don't need like seven different resources. You can actually do it all on PicklePlay. So yeah, at some point we just believed in ourselves, honestly. But um, again, we had enough people that were supportive of what we were doing that really kept encouraging us along the way.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like... It's funny that you all don't have a tech background because the way you like talk about it, like the research and like being nimble, and um, also this point um, about—I just lost my train of thought. But um, when you mentioned free, can you kind of go into that further about like you know maybe there are other founders out there who want to offer a product for free? Like how do they do that initially, and then? Yeah. Like, figure out how to monetize in the long term.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, before you can monetize anything, you have to have a really good product, right? So the first year, we were just testing the waters. I mean, we had this great idea. We knew it was a great idea, but we had to get something out there to verify and to affirm that we were headed the right direction. So I would say the first year, like, no questions asked, 100%. We're like, this is going to be free because we can't, how would we even charge someone for this new product? Um, and then, A lot of apps, I mean, there are different strategies you can pay right up front from download, but you have a, you better have a really great product to do that. And people need to see the value of that right away. Um, Yeah. We just really felt like pickleball is growing. It's such a new sport in general. Um, People are coming into this and we want to have a resource for people that that have never played in their life. Like they just picked up a paddle at Walmart and so how am I going to charge someone that's never literally never played, you know, to use our app when they're just trying to find a court to get into the sport. So we just want that barrier low. I re- highly recommend keeping barriers low um, for a point of entry for your users. Um, and that's, I mean, a lot of different businesses can use models similar. Um, but yeah, we we really felt like Pickleball is new and growing, and we want to have a good resource to help grow the sport. The more we grow the sport, the more p- people playing pickleball, the more people that are going to download. Then eventually our long-term goal obviously is to monetize through ad revenue. We have an optional sc- subscription model. It's like $1.99 per month or $20 a year. And uh we're slowly, I mean, right now we have three or four features built in for that subscription model. Um but one of the bullet points on people that want to upgrade is literally, you're just helping us support the development. Um, and so a lot of people up, some people upgrade just to help us out, right? They know that we've invested heavily into this project. Um, and then 2023, we're looking for new features and things to add, to add more value to those pro subscribers.
1: That's awesome. Um, yeah, you picked the right, um, like sport and community to get people who want to like, if they see you're doing it, they want to like help out. I feel like people in Pickle are very, very generous uh, with their time, resources, whether it's like also like financials. But okay, I remember what I had thought <laughs> about earlier that I lost. Okay. It was the idea that your application is centralized. It's like you meant you were talking about it. How like if you want to find people to play, you got to like go do something else. If you want to message, you have to use something else. Like something that was very, very uh, like clever, brilliant about the application is that it's centralized. If you look at a lot of applications, like that's a very key component. You don't want. This is speaking from just like a UX designer and I'll, I'll try not to go like too far into the rabbit hole, but usually you don't want users to get out of your application, like Instagram. That's why when they introduced the shopping, when they first like beta tested it with Kim Kardashian, they found something that they weren't really expecting and it was like, okay, there's a one click buy, but it was that it kept users in the application and they weren't leaving. So they just kept spending more and more time in this, uh, in this application. Not saying that Pickle Play has some of those, um, like, uh, I guess like some of those bad, uh, raps as far as like social media. It's doing something very great, but it is great to see that. Okay. If I want to message someone, it's all in that one thing. Um, you talked about something else as well as far as low barrier to entry. Like that's also very, very huge. When I first opened the application, you didn't ask me to sign up for anything. Like that's another thing that I'm very surprised given that you or your husband don't have a tech background, you obviously partnered up with the right people because yeah, yeah, you'll open applications where they ask you for stuff without even providing you value. And that's just like from a designer standpoint and just a user standpoint, it's just a huge no-no. Like why would I want to give you my information if you haven't even given me like something as a user, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We always are looking. In fact, right now we're relooking at our onboarding process, right? Like we do ask a couple extra questions. Like, are you looking for tournaments, clinics, whatever? And we're like, you know what? There's too many, there's too many clicks right now. You can click skip, but um, something we're looking at even next month is like, let's, let's reduce some of those clicks. Like, of course, okay. It's a pickleball app. We need con, like we need a name, of some sort, (laughs) we need a, you know, we need an email to create your account, but we also, and we need a skill level, which we do a self reading right now. Um, but other than that, we don't really need anything else, right? Like that's what you need to be paired up with other people to find other people. Um, so yeah, we are trying to keep the barriers low. You know, we don't have a tech background, but we, we do have business and marketing backgrounds. And so it's like, we know, like we're not going to build anything that like we wouldn't want to use and we have pretty high standards. So I feel like that helps too. Right. It's like, we didn't just build a cheap web app that can be thrown up there and it's clunky and like, okay, we're just going to try to just get this out there. Like we, we really have taken a ton of time from a design standpoint and, um, just the entire process has been very, very tedious and, what, and and very, very thought through every little thing that we've built um, to ensure that it goes with our branding that it that it matches our ultimate goals of pickle play and then yeah, like you said, with having multiple things in one platform like it's incredible if you join pickleball you're like well like one group uses like one app or like a communication tool. And then there's like a group text message thread that's dinging all throughout your work day. And you're like trying to work (laughs) and then, then go to this website for our schedule and then go to the, you know, it's like my husband and I were just like, this is ridiculous. We do not need like, no one should want that many different things, right? Like that is so much to keep track of. So though pickle play is not perfect. We do pull in a lot of resources to condense that into one place. I mean, not that you'll never use some of the other platforms again in your life, but we are trying to help minimize people's lives and make their life easier.
1: Yeah. People just want to play pickleball. They don't want to have yeah. to like do the organization. Um, yeah. Seriously. I've had friends for a while there. I was in with the same group of people as a WhatsApp group an iMessage group. And then like a, What was the other one? Um, It's like WhatsApp, text message, probably like IG, like yeah, and Team Reach was another big one too. Um, So it's refreshing that now we have something that also does not look dated. Because if you look at some of these other applications, I'm not going to put any names out there. I don't want, (laughs) I don't want that smoke. But Pickle Play does have a nice, like honestly, it has like a pickleball vibe to it, but also. Yeah, very like refreshing has a nice like clean UI. It's it's nice. Um,
0: thank you. Yeah. Mentioned-
1: oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, just thank you. It's a, it's fun to like people that have uh, your background and just can appreciate the little things that you know, are sometimes overlooked. It's like, yeah, we've actually spent a lot of time designing and trying to make this as clean and easy as possible.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you talk about like going back to the conversation about centralized like application and you're like having multiple different applications and like functionalities in one it's definitely not easy because it can make a user feel like overwhelmed there could be like, way too many options and they sometimes just want to do that one thing so i think for as far as pickle play goes like i times i've used it i think it serves my purpose well which is nice you know, like, I'm not getting inundated with notifications, things I don't want to see. So there's always like a tricky balance there. But
0: yeah, I would say that that is a hurdle, you know, at times is like, because we do offer so much like, um, you know, we've had we did put a lot of thought into our updated home screen, we're still working on uh, our looking to play feature, we have an update actually coming out this week, that's going to make that look better. Um, we offer so much that we have to be really intentional and try to still have everything separated and clean cut, like our map screen for finding courts and players and our club section for people's schedule and group play. And then our home screen kind of brings in a little bit of everything, like people looking to play, there's how to play pickleball, there's sometimes we post live links to watch pickleball, um. But yeah, we're still a work in progress. I mean, I take feedback and talk to users every day pretty much. And uh, we have a long list of of things that we want to continue to improve upon for sure.
1: Yeah, that's also another thing that you want to hear from a founder is that they are listening to the feedback and not just listening to it, but they're like actively pursuing it. Uh, I was like speaking to the co founder of Diadem, Evan Specht, and He was talking about, he's like, team's not. Huge, and they still have like so many uh, like they're like sometimes overwhelmed with calls, and he just sometimes picks up the call and talks on customer service, so that is like something I always admired about startups and founders is you can't be too good for any role you just like you end up being a jack of all trades
0: yeah, for sure yes yeah
1: uh, are you do you consider yourself? a founder or a co-founder with your husband?
0: Um, I, <laughs> That's a tricky question.
1: I'm not trying to start anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, let's see. Let's see how dinner goes. No, I'm just joking. <sighs> um, So I do consider myself a founder. So Alex has his full-time job and commitment, and he has his own business that he runs. So he did – I will give him 100% credit. He came up with the idea. Like I – we started playing pickleball. Like I like to play socially and casually. He likes to play competitively. We love to play when we travel. So like we both saw the vision and understood why we should build this, but he for sure, like originally had came up with the idea. Um, and then I was, like I said, looking to get into, um, work again while I thought my older kids were going to be in school all day. Uh, had a little, uh, surprise baby come along this last year so she's a little sweetie but now we have four kids and i have a background in business and management and i know how to execute things so i guess to answer your question i consider myself the founder because i've actually been the one to like make it happen and actively work on this um this is my full-time commitment and he is just too busy with his uh his work and his business to do that so
1: gotcha one, congratulations on the baby. That's awesome. Yes. I don't know how you have four children. I can <laughs> I can't even take care of like a goldfish. Um, <laughs> the reason I asked that question is I didn't even get to ask us to Aubrey Steele, the founder of Chavile, but what has it been like founding a company and a brand as a female?
0: Yeah, it's I'm extremely grateful for the support that I have. Um, I think that our culture and our world is so encouraging of women. And I think um, there's a lot of like, it is really hard. And every day is really hard. Honestly, there's especially with throwing the baby in the mix. I mean, this year has been very challenging. And when you own a business, like you said, when you have to wear many hats, like I didn't have a maternity leave. Like there's no maternity leave when you own your own business, right? Like I don't have anyone to take over what I do every day. So I, I mean that it's crazy, but again, I feel like I've had nothing but support from people. Um, I am so grateful that I do work in the tech world and it's 2023 and I can do a lot from zoom and I work from home. So that gives me great flexibility um, because I do run the business. I mean, if I have to do email at late at night, I can quick, you know, send a few emails out if I need to schedule my calls at specific times that line up with that's best for my childcare, I can do that. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. Some days are very, very hard. And, um, the first six months when I had a newborn was crazy, um, but it's getting so much better and she's sleeping better and I've had nothing but support from my development team, from um, all the people I work with. And just the pickleball industry has been really great to work with.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic to hear. And I feel like COVID or I didn't remote, I didn't work remotely prior, but I feel like remote work has like, uh, people have now felt a little bit more empathy towards people with families like a child like runs through the office when they're like on a call <laughs> or like a dog people yeah. don't get like upset they're just like oh I kind of forgot for a second there that like people have lives and we're all just trying to like make it work um, yeah I'm
0: so, so thankful on Fridays I typically don't have child care so um I I don't do too many uh zoom or like extremely important things on Friday. I do more behind the scenes, paperwork, office. In my office now I have a bouncer next to me and I have a, you know, some baby toys. Um, But we just make it work. And I think it's part of life and having a family and just whether you have a family or a pet or whatever, like, um, yeah, doing life with others and people that are in your circle. um, It's important. And I've never had anyone be upset that if uh, my babies had to join a call, no one's ever (laughs) Cared, (laughs) and honestly, if somebody gets sick, it's just you know we we might have to reschedule. Um, So, nothing that I do is overly pressing that I couldn't reschedule if I needed to. So,
1: yeah, that's good. Um, People don't want to also reschedule on a founder too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) maybe.
1: (laughs) Um. All right, I wrote this note, and I we just got caught up, but you mentioned in pickle play it's self-rated. What is the future looking like with Duper? Is it is this going to be a partnership? Or are you just going to use Duper or are you just going to be like, now we're going to do our own thing?
0: That's a great question. So I am in really open discussion with Duper right now. So um, we're very open to seeing what that looks like. Um, I'm open to any rating system right now, right? I don't have any specific ties. So PicklePlay, um, unless there's a deep, partnership or reason to like we really try to stay as neutral as possible because our app and platform is good for all pickleball players anywhere um right now the most players know their skill level so the self-rating is fine if they're a beginner player then they put beginner and they can adjust that at any time um but yeah, we're definitely open and excited about uh, what this year might bring for Pickle Play and uh, rating options. So I would just say stay tuned. I'm really in some good discussions right now with um, being able to pull in official ratings and we'll see, we'll see what comes of it. So Sweet. Yeah, we'd love to. So.
1: Awesome. You mentioned MacGuffin. I know that is, I think it was like last week you went on uh, his podcast. What is, if you can't discuss it, what is that partnership?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to go into detail on any of our partners, you know, just out of privacy. But um, Tyson has been extremely supportive and we have had a great relationship since the beginning. So he has been supportive of pickle play. Um, And we have an agreement with him that we're excited about that um, he is on board with Pickle Play and helping us grow and sharing with us uh, with his campers. His camp world is very, very active and very good. So um, whether it's social media or to his Tyson McGuffin camps or um, some special events here and there, um, he is representing Pickle Play. And yeah, can't go into too many details for really anyone. I mean, we work with multiple players, um, but he has just been literally was the first player that we talked to, um, and has been on board and, um, part of pickle play since the beginning. So,
1: yeah, that's real cool to hear. Um, where was I going to go with that? Oh, I'll just go to the next question. Um, Something I did wanna ask you about was y'all's background uh, with like, have you ever funded a company before? I know that you had mentioned your husband, Alex. He works for a company that he founded, started up.
0: Yeah, so um, he works in finance. So his background's in finance. Um, And then I used to um, run actually some cleaning businesses. So we founded and ran multiple cleaning businesses. And it was great. But I had three kids, boom, boom, boom. Life was crazy. Our youngest had um, was very colicky and had some, uh, a few issues going on. And so um, it was like, I am not passionate about cleaning. Like, yes, it might be a great opportunity, a good business, but the service industry is so hard. And when, you know, an employee wouldn't show up or something happened, like, you got to go out on the job. And that just wasn't working for our life. Like it wasn't possible for me just to drop everything and fill in shifts here and there. Um, So that's why we got out of that. Um, It just was not working for our life. Um, But that's what intrigued me to get into the tech space and um, something like this, because though I don't have anyone to cover my maternity leave (laughs) yet. You know, I mean, hopefully someday as Pickleball grows. I do have interns. I have some employees now um, that work part-time. And, you know, we're slowly growing. And as we monetize, there will be opportunity to have some additional help. But um, I just couldn't have a job where I had to just drop everything and leave because of um, having a family. It just wasn't going to work. So,
1: Gotcha. I like pickleball
0: a lot more than I like cleaning. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let us be known that it doesn't matter what industry you're in. You could be in the cleaning business and you can make that pivot to tech. Um,
0: Yeah. And I mean, nothing against cleaning businesses because honestly, like it's great. And some people are really passionate and it's a, it's a much needed service, like 100%, but it just wasn't um, something I was personally passionate about. And it wasn't, it wasn't working for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I've, been a pastry cook before, and then I got into the tech space. So, like, whatever your background is, I think it's a good lesson for any of the listeners. Is that like, if you have this idea, then pursue it. Don't just let someone else take it because chances are someone else is thinking of it. The only difference is the person who decides to act on it and execute on it. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. And yeah, and pairing up with people that do know what they're doing and do have more experience wherever you're lacking is extremely important.
1: Yep, yeah, yeah. And having that awareness to like know what you're bad at and like admitting (laughs) it and letting someone else like take the reins. Um, Yeah. You talked about this briefly, but question about building your team. So like you did mention like, things are going well with the team in India. It's just the time difference. We're back
0: in the U S now, actually. So I started there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, our lead developer is actually in Florida. And so um, that's been extremely helpful. Just being one hour difference instead of, you know, 11 and a half, it's just helped the entire business process for me. Um, And then uh, then he manages people that uh, a couple other people that we pull in, it depends on, what we're building, um, and how many resources we need each month. Um, but we typically have about three people working on pickle play. Um, and so our lead developer is in the States now, which has been extremely
1: helpful. Yeah, that's super helpful. Um, uh, what do you look for when you're hiring in this could also go back to what you were looking for when you had your cleaning business and, yeah, what do you look for when you're like building a team? Is there anything specific, you know?
0: Yeah, I think someone, I mean, they have to see the vision for what you're doing, because any job is hard, right? I mean, it doesn't matter what your role is, like most, most jobs are difficult and have their challenges. And so someone that's like, understands like, this is a small business, right? Um, The culture, the work, the energy, the effort that it takes, like, every dollar is important. And where we put this resource is important. So people that understand um, that are trustworthy, obviously, I mean, I feel like once you talk to someone one or two times, you can really tell like, hey, do I trust this person? Um, Trustworthy, hardworking, like understanding are they going to go the extra mile if something crashes in the middle of the night or like Saturday, like app crashes on Saturday, like are they going to ignore your text or call because it's an off day or are they going to jump in and try to try to help out? Um, so from a tech side, just availability and someone that's on board with your vision and sees the long term goal. Um, our developer knows that we're building something unique and in a unique space and a unique time. And so I feel like he's excited and um, he sees a vision of what we're doing and wants to be a part of that, too. Um, as far as interns and people that I hire to help with court entry or other data or um, some behind the scenes stuff, that's a little bit more flexible, but again, it's people that I, I know people that I've uh, networked with. Um, One is one of my ambassadors, just someone that's used pickle play and that has been helpful that I was like, Hey, I need some, need some help. I'm looking to hire someone. Um, And jumped right on board to help out. So, Super cool. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of good nuggets there.
1: When you first started Tickle Play, did you look around to see like what other similar apps existed? Did you find anything like, do you consider anyone a competitor right now?
0: Yeah, when we started, um, I mean, there really wasn't much out there. There's always been places to play. I mean, that's been around for seven or eight years now, I think. So USA Pickleball has always had that um, court locator. And honestly, I, someone I just talked about this the other day. I don't remember if it's Android or iOS. I'd have to check. But anyways, there was a resource for just courts. However, I didn't know that when I was a beginner pickleball player and I think a lot of people don't necessarily know that that exists um when they're just starting out on the journey so wanting to have something that was um a little bit more um and a little bit more available to players maybe that aren't you know already in the pickleball zone so I would say places to play as far as courts again I have a great like open communication with USA pickleball because I think that we could really help, um, honestly provide a lot of value and get people uh, more aware of the sport. And, um, but there really wasn't, I mean, the reason why we built pickle play, cause there's nothing like it, right. There was nothing that brought all these pieces together and that's been our vision from day one and why we, why we wanted to build it. It's more than, um, nothing wrong with what exists, but it's more than having one thing for courts or one thing for scheduling or one thing, you know, for this or that. Um, so I would say obviously competition's coming. There's more and more, I get, I actually get people reach out quite a bit. That's like, well, we're just going to build an app to compete with you. Yeah. I've heard that many, many times and that's fine and you know there are going to be other apps there's no business that has no competition so there's n- we're not you know we're not dumb enough to think that that's ever going to happen but i just know how hard it is and has been and it's quite the journey and the process to build something to the magnitude that we've built um it's very very hard and honestly you know if you knew how hard it was going to be you probably wouldn't do it right um but it's 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 not as easy so when people, some have been in threatening ways, some in non-threatening ways say, hey, we're just going to build an app and do what you're doing. You know, it's like, I'm to the point where I'm confident enough in our journey and what we've built to be like, if that's what you choose, go for it. You know, um, it's it's much harder than people think.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you want to take this moment to let, to just say anything to those people? <laughs> <laughs> no
0: no, I mean honestly, I just tell people that's fine. Like if you, you know, it's it's very expensive, it's very difficult, it's very very it's very hard. Um so um just people from the outside in can just say, "Hey, I'm going to build this." Even if you build it, you have to market it. You have to get people to actually use it. You have to, you know, um so anyways that's, yeah stop I'll stop that rant, but anyways, it just it is so hard, and um I'm now I know three years in like how hard it is that uh
1: yeah, I'm just messing around um, <laughs> but I mean competition is great, right like yeah, they're gonna be able to provide they might be able to pro- there's a high likelihood that they'll be able to provide something that you can't which in the end for the users is great right you you can't cover every single facet and competition always for the most part like uh, benefits the users which is also great and it gives you something to kind of gives you like an extra like like lighting a fire under your ass not that you guys haven't already given what you've built in a short amount of time having four kids I mean yeah you like put in and factor in all those things, but you have first movers' advantage. Yeah, I would say you have first movers' advantage. Like places to play isn't really in at the same like level. How have you have you all thought about like maybe this hasn't really come up in in your minds, but like how do you keep that advantage and that momentum?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, we think about it all the time. Um, So that's why we're actively like on the go. Like we don't really pause development too much ever at this point, because there's just always ways to grow and improve and um, additional resources, resources that we can be adding. So yeah, not that there, I don't consider anyone competition. Um, Like you said, competition is good. And one of our Uh, members of our advisory advisory board is always like, great, like bring it on. Like it's, it is good. It helps grow the market. It helps grow the need for um, pickleball apps just in general. So um, I would say, yeah, we're talking to our users is most important to us because it helps us stay just on the go. And um, we have about four things that we are on our list that we want to build next. And um just taking time to talk to people to prioritize those to make sure that we are headed in the right direction because there's a lot of a lot of routes you can go um with monetization and just in general like there's a lot of routes we could go and there's a lot of things we could do next but we need to make sure that it aligns with our ultimate goals and our our main users can benefit from it
1: yeah totally you mentioned four new features Do you have beta testers?
0: Yeah, so I do. Um, We have a group of, we have about 50 ambassadors right now. And I'll often ask them for feedback. Um, We meet once a month and I go over new features. I have a few key ones, um, about a, a dozen that are pretty active as far as feedback and testing things. Um, and so I have some go-to people that I'll have test out certain things for me, um, which is extremely helpful.
1: Are you accepting applications for new beta testers?
0: (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) You're in.
1: (laughs) Gosh. Yes. So easy. Yes, we need Uh, you. (laughs)
0: Honestly, it's very, very, very important.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll be sure to connect after this on that. Um. What was your biggest hesitation going into starting this?
0: Oh, my! Our biz, biggest hesitation is just like, how do we like? Even if we build something great, how do we get it out there, and how do we get people to use it? Um, I believe there's a lot of really great apps right now in the app store that are not being used because. You have to market the app as well. Um, we do have some hurdles. Um, like we can't post on you know, public forums and things that a lot of different businesses can. So we originally had that part of our business model was throwing it out there to some of these public forums and, and um, communities to get people testing and using it, not realizing... And it makes sense from a business perspective, but like, like we're not allowed to do that. <laughs> so that was kind of a, a hurdle for us at the beginning too. Was um, all right, that route isn't going to work. So how do we how do we get users and um, get into communities?
1: Is one of those communities Reddit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually. Well, I don't know. Uh, I've never actually. I don't think we've tried Reddit. I'll have to talk to, yeah. I don't know. Have you have you done Reddit? Have you used it?
1: Yeah, I won't say what I use it for. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I use it for, well, at one point it was Wall Street Bets. which was a terrible GameStop thing. Um, <laughs> we won't go into that. But yeah, I think for feedback, it's great. You'll get a lot of honest opinions. You'll also get a lot of cynical opinions. but. People are like, for the most part, very truthful and honest and you're, yeah, I would say like as far as the like community and being able to get feedback, it's probably one of the easiest ways. Also given that it's also free, like you can't really get that in Instagram. It's just not that type of platform. Uh, yeah. Reddit has more of that.
0: Yeah. Well, like maybe we will give it a try after this, honestly.
1: Um, yeah. There's a pickleball subreddit on there. Okay. And yeah. Sure. I don't
0: know. I'm, it depends on who, yeah, I'll have to check it out for sure. I would, we have not tried it yet. So, um, it's mostly like Facebook forums and things that we're not allowed to post on it. And it makes sense. So nothing against any of the forums. Um, yeah. Don't want to, don't want to tick anyone off, but <laughs> we just originally had thought that that would be a great way to get it out there. And that's not the case. So, um, yeah. just had to get a little bit more creative.
1: Gotcha. Um, What's the biggest challenge that you're facing right now?
0: Biggest challenge. Um, I would say kind of going back to the demographic of pickleball, a lot of people are, this is what we used, or this is what we have used. Um, so whether it comes to their scheduling platform that they use, or, um, you know, their group communication um, I would say for clubs and groups using pickle play, um, and we're, we're newer and we're, you know, we have had our fair share of issues in the past with our club or group section. So, I mean, rightfully so we have, I think we have over 800 clubs or groups on pickle play right now. Um, but not, I would, not that many are actually using us for their daily scheduling. That is going up. I mean, more and more people are using us, which is exciting, but I would say there's a lot of uh, for instance, I just met someone when we were traveling and I tried to tell them about Pickle Play and she just kept cutting me off. Like, no, we use this. And I'm like, I'm just trying to tell you, like, I found it, like, I okay, never mind. <laughs> so, anyways, like people um, you know, just get kind of stuck in their ways or not necessarily open because it is a lot of work. So, respectfully, I understand it's a lot of work to switch platforms or try something new and And or if you tried it over a year ago and had an issue, you may not want to try it again. So um, I would say our biggest hurdle right now is getting out to those clubs or groups or even private group of friends to um, try something outside of maybe the multiple resources that they're using now.
1: Yeah, that's probably got to be the toughest thing, right? It's like breaking people out of their
0: yeah and it, it makes sense. I mean, if something's working and they're using it, that's fine. Um, we are seeing a lot of new like community groups, YMCAs, um, a lot of newer facilities, um, or just groups of friends, um, a lot of newer clubs and groups that are starting with pickle play right out of the gate, which makes it a lot easier to you know get your users using um, versus switching is <laughs> a little bit more challenging.:
1: Yeah, gotcha. What is next for pickle play? You mentioned the four new features. I won't like try and pry into that because I'm sure you don't want to disclose that, but is there something that you could tell, uh, some of these listeners as far as like what they could look forward to as far as growth, maybe within, uh, this year or the next year?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yet this year we have a lot of great plans. So one is just revamping, taking feedback and just continuing to improve our existing app. Um, Having additional benefit to our pro subscribers, um, you know, unlocking content each month um, for that $1.99 or $20 a year uh, benefit. But we also have some pretty major development that we're just pausing um, to navigate which route to go. But clubs and groups are starting to use us. Our website version syncs with our mobile app. So now you can access it on your laptop or your mobile phone. and. Developing additional resources for clubs or groups um, is what's next for Pickle Play. So right now we can collect payments even for events. You can send email blasts to your members. You can do a lot on our web version that most people don't know that you can do. Um, so having um, just more resources to help organize play, I guess, is next on the list for Pickle Play.
1: Yeah. That's exciting. I would like to be taken out of these group text messages, especially when there's a green text bubble. <laughs> uh, so yes. that'll be nice. Uh, yes. Is there a book that you've read that's changed your life?
0: Oh, that is a great question. Um, I really... My husband reads a lot of business books and he has, uh, he has some that really have. And honestly, um, I would say I really don't, don't have a specific book that's coming just to the top of my mind. Um, I have some religious beliefs and I'm a Christian and so I have like some books just on, um, just reflecting what we believe in, in our daily life and, uh, how we can impact other people positively. So, um, but yeah, I don't, sorry. Don't have a great answer for you there.
1: (laughs) No, I mean, something that did come out of that is just, just faith. Yeah. Whatever people believe in, it's definitely becoming more and more evident that faith just in general, just having faith is very important. Um, Let's see, what advice would you have for someone who wants to start a business in Pickleball?
0: A business in Pickleball, I mean, it's the right time and the right space. So I would say uh, there's a wave going through. Um, I would say to talk to as many people as you can in this space. Um, people that you look up to, people that you respect, um, people that own a business in this space and try to gather as much information as you can um, and become a pickleball player yourself, you know, if you're not already, if you're looking to start a business in this space. um, We're looking to solve pain points in a growing sport. So if your business is going to solve someone's problem or help make their life better, then I would say you should go for it.
1: That's a great place to start, uh, with any idea is solve a problem. Not like, I want to make X amount of money or want to do it for maybe like attention or clout. It's like solve a problem and that would generally lead to those things that you want later on, but, um, come out with a lot more creative ideas and solutions. When you start with the problem, um, Cool. Well, we're like about on the hour. So I just want to give you this opportunity to uh, just plug away. Where can people find uh, more, more information about you and Pickle Play?
0: Yeah. So our website is pickleplay.com. It's pretty easy. Um, you can find download links. You can just search in the app store, Pickle Play. It's all one word, uh, Pickle Play, and it's a free download. So if you haven't downloaded our app, I would love to have you download um, Android or iOS. Get on there, create a profile, make sure your local courts are added to our map screen. Um, And then if you are a club or group leader, check out our website. We have a contact form. I would um, be happy to set up a demo or talk to you more about our resources. Like I said, we have a web version that syncs to our mobile app now. And we really are helping a lot of groups post their schedule, track who's going, even collect payment for those events. So yeah, we'd love to have you guys check out Pickleplay. And spread yeah. it in your community too. Like I said, it's hard for us to get our name out everywhere. So, um, we'd love to have have um, people telling their friends and family about Pickle Play too.
1: Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know about the payment part. That's very interesting. Uh, that, that's an awesome feature. And yeah, we have it going on in Austin. One last question Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you would like to talk about? Oh,
0: I came in with no expectations, just wanted to have a conversation with you so no i've I appreciate everything you've asked me. I think um it's great to get a behind the scenes look at what we've been doing and and just really appreciate your time and asking me to be here
1: yeah, likewise, yeah, thank you very much for sharing your insights, sharing what it's like to be a founder, a female founder, having a family and Uh, the trials that you go through as a founder and lending that out for others to kind of live vicariously through, through you and whether they were mistakes or lessons or just achievements, uh, someone out there is listening and hopefully they feel inspired and uh, motivated to start a business. Thanks to you.
0: Thank you so much.